Thanks for joining us on the Brian and Jen podcast. She is the conservative crusader. And he is the lovable liberal. Am I lovable? I always say that you are. I think that's your decision to make. I'm not going to call myself that and, and pretend that I know that you love me. I'm not you. I know you, Jennifer, love me, Brian. But I know that you, hearing the podcast at work, or you driving along uh, the freeway, the highway, the wherever you are. I know you love me. Are I'm you not, okay? I'm fine. Do we need to make, book an appointment with that therapist? No, again? We're, we're all just. Do you want to get on the couch? I want. We do love you. I wanted to say about this podcast because uh, a lot of podcasts um, are longer. We do a nice, short form, kind of instant but powerful. Think of an epidural injection of podcasting. This show is designed so that you can hear the Brian and Jen podcast, fully run down an issue, fully hammer something out in one morning commute to work and a quick one, you know, a 10-minute commute down the street to work mm-hmm. or uh, one drive to the gym in the afternoon. A little lunch break, maybe. That's it. It's set up for that. And we do our long-form show in Los Angeles and all of Southern California on AM 870, The Answer, and AM 590, The Answer. Yeah, we're very happy to do that. We thank everybody downloading the Brian and Jen podcast. You want to check it out on Apple Podcasts, of course, and subscribe, or you can hear us on Spotify. You can go to seven Gorka.com, our buddy Seb Gorka, always happy to talk about the Brian and Jen podcast. Today, we are going to discuss uh, Hillary Clinton, who has done something, um, well, has appeared and I think done something on this program with Howard Stern, who, of course, is a broadcaster, really focusing on interviews now at the uh, at, at this time of his career. And he had Hillary Clinton, the former Democratic nominee, former secretary of state, former first lady, of course, Hillary Clinton on. And she was fairly candid. I mean, there, I found this. We have the highlights to be very interesting. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things to watch out for here. The first is the question, is she going to run for president in 2020? There's a lot of speculation that maybe she will jump in. There's a a lot of reasons for her not to. I don't think her ego could handle another loss, clearly. But That'd be uh, her third. That would be her third run, and I don't know if she has it in her. But if you listen to this new Hillary Clinton that she presents to Howard Stern, she's trying to appear more likable. She's trying to uh, seem more level-headed and sort of human rather than the robot that we saw in 2016 and and beyond that even with her political career. But uh, is there anything in here, any hint that perhaps she could be – thinking about another run. She said she was on Howard Stern to promote her new book, but that was out two months ago. Right. I think basically, and you'll hear some highlights here in 30 seconds, there's two ways to think of this. Hillary is being uh, completely candid, presenting this new sort of transparent Hillary Clinton on a myriad of issues from from her personal romances to uh, her feelings in her head during the Trump inauguration. Either she is trying to, once again, a 3.0 or 4.0, repackage herself for another run. That's the rumor next year after the first of the year, she jumps into the Democratic fray. Or second, and I lean toward this, she is really legitimately retired from politics. And with that great retirement feeling, my friends who are tell me you don't care anymore. You relax a little bit. And you speak your mind. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm very in the fence. I'd say it's 60-40 that she could run. I know there's a lot of reasons why she shouldn't run again. But I think she, her ego is her own worst enemy and her own best friend. Her ego wants her to do this. She thinks it's her destiny to be the first female president. But her ego would be crushed if she 
she went up against Donald Trump and lost again. And really, if you look at the primary states that matter in the Electoral College, she would most likely lose again to Donald Trump. It's the Brian and Jan podcast and the great interviewer Howard Stern has Hillary Clinton on his program and she describes sitting there at the uh, Capitol when President Donald Trump was giving his inaugural speech. On that great day in history. On that very sad, cloudy day, actually. Go check the forecast here. And so when I got there, you know, go ahead, get out there. You you put on the best face possible. And I'm, you know, Bill and I are sitting with George and Laura Bush. And then he started on that speech, which was so bizarre. And that's when I got really worried. I thought, wait a minute. If this isn't rational. It's not rational, but it's also not it's not politics. It's not what a president does. A president is supposed to try to reach out to people who weren't for right. him or her. You're supposed to say, OK, I'm going to be the president of everyone, those who supported me and those who didn't, because we're going to pull the country together. I'd hope that I would hear a little of that. I didn't hear any of that. And then that carnage in the street and the dark dystopian vision I was sitting there like just, wow, couldn't believe it. George W. Bush says to me, well, that was some weird. Wow. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's the best part of it. You know, uh, Trump Hillary is- said she was wearing her best face, by the way. Is that really her best face? <laughs> and we are not going to have any foreign wars and we are all going to wear red all every Tuesday. And we are going to do it to show solidarity. Stop. <laughs> It sounded like something at a at a mental hospital. <laughs> well, I, I guess the inmates are running the asylum. <laughs> uh, you're so funny. <laughs> you can. I see do remember that moment, by the way, when she, Hillary laughed at something George W. Bush said, and she wanted to see you laugh. She wanted to you to see her see. Yeah, she wanted secretive. us to see her laugh. No doubt about that. You know, this is still what what politicians don't get about Trump. They may think it's weird, but it's exactly what the people who voted for Trump wanted. They wanted someone who was going to go up there and do something that wasn't deemed presidential. We'll hear more from Hillary. She talks about the uh, controversial pardoning of a Navy SEAL. President Trump did that a number of weeks ago. Uh, Hillary's comments on these military pardons. Those Navy SEALs, after having shot their way into that, killed the Kuwaiti courier, killed his brother, killed one of you know, bin Laden's uh, adult sons wounded one of the women who was after them. They took the women and children out and they took them to the other side of this big compound as far away from the helicopter uh, explosion as they could so they wouldn't be injured. Now, that's when I think about the American military, that's who I think about. And I am sick to my stomach about what Trump did, pardoning three men who had been Test, they test, were testified against by their own men because of the way they behaved. What so, is that? Well, I don't know what it is. It's his perverse understanding of courage and, and war. Um, In other words, there are rules. There, are, there have to be rules. That's why I was so proud to tell that story. What other military would you do know, that? All of a sudden, people are waking up. We're monitoring all the chatter. People are waking up. They're climbing to their roofs. They're only a mile away from this military academy. And our guys take the time to move this family around. First of all, they didn't kill them. 
And right. then they brought him to safety. That's yeah. that's the American military that that it, I know. It, it, that's Hillary Clinton appearing on Howard Stern's program being interviewed. You mentioned a moment ago this repackaging of her and trying to sound more likable and more authentic. If you talk to and it's been reported, Hillary Clinton's closest girlfriends, for example, they say they go out four or five of them for a night of cocktails and a girl's night out. She's funny and obviously intelligent and the life of the party. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't often hear. And this is my theory stated briefly. If you're behind a podium in front of 10 or 20,000 people giving a speech, it's really hard to seem personable, relatable. It's hard to show that side. And that's why I believe what we're hearing from Hillary is in many ways, really, Jennifer, a testament to this medium here where, you know, we're, we're talking here, we're doing a podcast or radio, of course, our friend Seb Gorka on America It's First. a vulnerable medium for sure. It is. And the show that, that we've done, we've been broadcasters for years. There might be millions of people hearing us, but we're talking into a microphone. Jennifer and I are talking to each other, and I think people hear elements of someone's personality because of the intimacy of this medium that something like television uh, doesn't allow the consumer to experience. I think – Yes, what you said is true. I think what Hillary said in that clip is probably is is not true. It's a bit hypocritical. She talks about rules and she takes issue with President Trump uh, pardoning the fi- our fighters from Afghanistan, obviously. But she never said a word when President Obama pardoned Bo Bergdahl. I mean, if we're going to if she's going to tout rules, well, you've got to be consistent. That being said, what she's done with this interview with Howard Stern, I think, is important to note. There is a likability factor that is necessary in politics. And if you look back through all of our modern elections as to who won when you had a one-on-one matchup, whether it was Trump and um, and Hillary, or if it was Kennedy o- Nixon, Obama McCain, Obama McCain, if it was um, George Bush and Al Gore, if it was even George W. H. W. Bush and Bill Clinton, the likable candidate always wins. The one that connects with people that has the it factor. Hillary Clinton did not have that, and hasn't through her career. She is developing it now, or she's letting it show. And I think she would have been a far more effective politician in her presidential run if she had embraced that earlier. In her career. So let's hear a couple of clips, uh, finally, of Hillary Clinton's appearance being interviewed on Howard Stern's show, of course, by Howard. And uh, then the final verdict, the final call from Jennifer and yours truly, Brian, on the Brian and Jen podcast. Does all of this mean that she's fixing to enter the fray once again and run for, well, assuming president once again? Hillary said during the 2016 debates with then candidate Donald Trump, she had to restrain her Suppose I had turned around and said, you know, back up, you creep. You're not going to intimidate me. The headlines would have been lost her, you know, calm, you know, uh, switches into being angry. Right. It it, would have worked against it would have worked against me. And then, the, you know, and then the you know, all the pundits would have said, well, she can't take Donald Trump. How is she going to take Vladimir Putin? So I'm not unaware of this. Mm, Hillary Clinton on Howard Stern's program, then talking about the personal. Uh, She was uh, asked if, um, and I find it hard to believe, if uh, before Bill there was anyone that she loved. (laughs) I like to think that she looked in my eyes across that library wearing those cat-rimmed glasses. I looked at her and I thought, I love you. Was there (laughs) some? She put down her rules for radicals and that was it. She was in. (laughs) But was there? Could there have been someone else? The answer, 
Bill was the first guy you loved. No, no, there was no, no, there was somebody before him. What? Somebody before Bill that you would have considered marrying? Uh, no, Whew. I but, would not have considered marrying. But in love. But in love. Why you two time and hey, easy. She enough. said he looked like a Greek god. Do you buy that? Is that because what I said? don't buy that. Now I know people hear that and they, they say he. Uh, I didn't hear her say he. Well, everybody, before you get crazy. Well, contrary to what you may hear, I actually like men. <laughs> oh, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> That's the, well, other that's, thing. The other thing. that's the other thing. That's the other thing. Women, right? friends. Yeah. And, Raise your right hand. Yeah. You've never had a lesbian affair. <laughs> never, 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 never even been tempted. Thank Unbelievable. You yeah. But that's the thing. If you do have strong relationships with women, friendships, I do, and I then do. And, you know, and guys can pal around all they want, and that doesn't cause right. suspicion. Right. But right. when women do it, all of a sudden there might well, be something to everything look at. we do can yeah. cause suspicion. Yeah. Apparently. Okay. So the final verdict. Here we go on the Brian and Jen podcast. Hillary Clinton showing a side, the personal side that we don't hear, uh, showing the the political perspectives that we do hear but don't hear like this in such a likable sort of, well, not sort of, in an authentic way. Jennifer Horn, does it mean that Hillary is getting ready to enter the Democratic fray and be a 2020 presidential candidate? It could. I'm not prepared to say yes or no, and I'll tell you why. I think the the chances are she could run. I don't think she's closed the door on it. I think a couple of months ago I would have said a hard no, but she's back in front of the cameras. She's doing these media tours a couple of uh, a couple of days before this interview with Howard Stern. She said she's been deluged with pleas of people wanting her to run for the presidency. So, you know, I would say 60, you want a number. 60-40 that she does run. As we wrap up, do you have what a question? What about you? Uh, well, uh, do I think that Hillary Clinton is doing all of this because she is thinking about running once again for the highest office in the land? No. What's the percentage, though? Give me a percentage. A 90% no. 90% no. She's retired, and I think she's enjoying this, and I think she's enjoying uh, – I think she needs to get some things off of her mind, and she needs to say some of these things out loud so certain people hear them, and she's doing that, and I think that is sort of – cathartic for her the reason i disagree that she's retired if she were she wouldn't be on howard stern she'd be sitting somewhere in upstate new york with a martini and she wouldn't be paying attention to any of this that's going on i think she very much wants to be part of the national conversation the question is in what capacity and uh mrs clinton if if that happens and you're looking for a martini and you can't find one call nancy pelosi because uh, we she's th- got some on backup think she might have a few we thank you for joining us thank you for downloading thank Thank you for subscribing on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or check us out on the website, sebgorka.com. She's Jennifer Horn. I'm Brian Whitman, and we are the Brian and Jen Podcast.